This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Monday. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. On your favorite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right, there. Good evening, Chunkies. Welcome along to the show. How are we doing? Yeah, we're going to have to talk about it, aren't we? 2 2. But it's back. Football. Premier League is back. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. So, an interesting first weekend. Um, obviously, if you're a championship um, or fan of a uh, sport of a club in the championship, of course, you've been at it for a couple of weeks now. 
But um, it's back. Managed to avoid match of the day. Wasn't particularly in the mood to watch that. So um, I don't know how that went for us. We were probably on last again. Who knows? But it is. It's the weekly review show every Monday, 7 o'clock going forward. And I'm joined, you know her. She's been with me all summer covering the, well, it came home, the football. It's Louise. And we'll say good evening, Louise. How the devil are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm not, well, not so bad. I'm... This hot weather's not doing me well, but, uh, oh. you know, we've got to moan about something. I mean, if, you know, if, if we did not talk or moan about the weather, I don't think we'd ever speak to each other, us Brits. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Hey, it's back though, isn't it, football? Uh, it's like it's never yeah. been away. Yeah, and that's very much how it feels. Obviously, we did have a lot of football in the summer, but mm. it is different. Um, everybody's talking about it. Everyone's kind yeah. of... Worrying about it, stressing about it, telling us how bad it's going to be. Um, so we'll just have to see actually how it goes. We've, we've only got um, 37 weeks of it left. Yeah, only 37 weeks. <laughs> uh, but before we get into the games... Um... Just a few, and we do this every week. We'll just pick up a few of the more uh, out there sort of news stories, if you like, rather than sort of the, the, the normal ones. Um, Manchester United. Um, yeah, some things don't change. Uh, Manchester United losing. Um, and looking at some of the headlines, there's things like uh, from Glazers to Ten Hag, a new sign is the same old Man United, not up to the task, etc., etc. Uh, but the one the one headline that really struck out to me was Man United fans fighting amongst themselves uh, in yeah. the in the in the stands watching the game. I mean, this gets yeah. a bit silly when it's getting like that. I kind of can't understand because I understand that not all fans agree with each other. I completely get that. I can understand that even. You know, fans of the same club don't always agree with each other. Like that's why we love football, the discussion. Yeah. But to physically be fighting each other, that's taking it a step too far. You know, people need to remember that this is just a game. Yes, we yeah. love it. Yes, it's, you know, it's important to us, but it's just a game. Like, I really feel like Man United fans, they're kind of split into half. There's the half that still think that the United of the you know of the nineties and the early two thousands, which they've not been for a little while now, and then mm. there's the ones that are kind of just saying, well, you know what, this is what it's going to be like now, and it's hard when you've only ever seen your team win and win trophies and win major yeah. trophies yeah. to then go and see them not even competing for those trophies. You know, yeah. it's not like they're finishing you know second or third behind Liverpool and Man City. They're not even doing that. Um, mm. You know, and if they have bad season, then we won't even get European football. Um, so yeah, I, I understand the frustrations, um, especially at the Glazers. But something has to be said to the Glazers. I think it's top to bottom. That's why when new managers are coming in, it's not changing anything because so it's top mm. to bottom. It's not managers. It's not the players. It's not the Glazers. It's all of that. You know, and. You know, it's not an attractive proposition as a player. Why would why would you choose to go there? Um, well, I mean, that's the other thing, isn't it? I mean, is it De Jong that they're after? But he actually just yeah. he doesn't want to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if he did, it would be done by now. You know, he'd be there. He probably would have played at the weekend. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, I think it's not an attractive proposition, is it? It's the no. infighting, the lack of investment, all of that. You know, the only saving grace they have is Ronaldo, and he's as much of a problem as he is, you know, um, a cure for the for the problem. Like, he's both, isn't he? Mm. Yes, he's obviously a world-class player, but he wasn't. He didn't do anything really last season. I mean, where they finished, I think, was in spite of Ronaldo in many ways. Um, but, yeah, mm. I just think it needs to be complete overhaul there. And, you know, they, they need... They need to happen to them what happened to Chelsea and take it out of Gla- the Glazers' hands because they're never going to sell. The only yeah. way the Man United are getting rid of the Glazers is if it's it's forced upon them like it was Bromovich. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, James is in. Hi. Good evening, Chris, and evening, Louise. Big up. Big up to you as well, James. Obviously, a big Everton fan. I was just going to say there, you know, the Glazers at Man United... Well, Ferguson was there and still winning things, although the fans were obviously annoyed, they were right from right from the start. But it was kind of well, we're still winning things here, you know. Yeah. But as soon as Fergie left, that was kind of it. That was when it's really and you know, like you say, there's so many fans have not known Manchester United before, um, Sir Alex. And yeah. As I always say, you know, total credit to Sir Alex. What he did at that club was totally amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, they were just another Arsenal, if you like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I was speaking to to Rich, uh, who does a Man United channel on here, and uh, you know, he's he's doing a show, or you know, a phone in. And I said to him, I said, "Good luck with that." I said, "You know, it's only been mm-hmm. one game. Let's kind of." take this into you know perspective a little bit yeah but i think i think the thing for united is they 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 want things to change obviously they want to start winning again they want to be competing for these tournaments they're not going to do that with the squad they have it's as simple yeah. as that they're not doing that with the squad they have so a manager well this might be the manager that can get the squad playing well we can only judge on one game, and it's a very small size, you know, of mm. games to choose from, isn't it? It's one game. Yes. The yeah. season isn't over by any stretch of the imagination. You know, they could, they could, in theory, you know, not lose another game till the end of the season. Yeah. I don't see that happening, but it, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything's on the table before you play the game. So, mm. I, I think there needs to be realism. I think there needs to be a bit of perspective, um, and that you know. It's still the same squad. It's practically the same squad yes. that was there last season. And, you know, yeah. it's not a miracle worker. No. And that definitely falls into the category of one of these but moments. I don't believe it. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, fans fight. We've seen players fighting each other on the pitch, yeah. but fans, come on. Um, talking about they could go the whole season um, without, and, and fans disagreeing with each other um mm. arsenal i mean now you know i mean i i'm going on an arsenal fan chat on the um on friday because obviously we've got them at the weekend and i refuse to go on it if these two particular people were on it because they always end up arguing about arteta and well. I said i'm not prepared because last time i went on and that happened as the guest talking about leicester um, yeah. I sat reading a book because I couldn't. They were just arguing about Arteta, and I said, "If that happens again, 
I'm I'm off. But now apparently Arsenal fans believe Michael Arteta is guiding New Look side to another invincible campaign after tense win over Palace. I mean, I said at the start, you know, we are, we, it's either too hot or too cold for us weather-wise, but they're up and down like they're, they're on a trampoline, these Arsenal fans, aren't they? Yeah, yeah very much so. And, and, and again, it's not all the fans, is it? We, you know, don't make, want to make too broad a stray because there is realistic Arsenal fans out there who have real expectations. You now, we all have hopes at the beginning of the season, but it has to have some, like I say, some sort of realism attached to it. Yes. Arsenal will lose season, 1,000%. They'll lose at least yeah. one game this season. Um, because I think they've still got a pretty young side who are still learning their trade, you know, and for them to be able to do as well as they have done is, yeah. you know, it's great. And I like Arteta. I think he's doing the right thing. So he's got rid yeah. of all the trash. He's got rid of the troublemakers. He's got rid of the players who don't want to be there. And he's trying to bring through young talent and I will never kind of slack off a manager that's trying to do that. No, no, no. I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, I mean, when, when you speak to a, to a, this was a different United uh, Arsenal fan, and I was on his channel um, during the close season, and when oh. they say like, you know, and I'm saying, well, what's wrong? Well, I, I want to see progress. Well, you did better than last season. That's progress. <laughs> well, I want European football. Well. You've got European football. Well, well, I want to finish. Um, I want to win the Premier League. When's that going to happen? I said, well, Liverpool had to wait 30 years and they were more successful than you ever were, you know. And you're thinking like, God, give me strength. Well, you know? And Liverpool always bet their managers. Liverpool fans always bet their managers. Yes. Whoever they are, however well they're doing. I mean, obviously they've got a great manager now, but even in the years when they weren't winning things, back their managers, the fans got behind the managers and what they were trying to do. Yes. Uh, James says um, Arsenal didn't play, did play amazing, but they did uh, didn't play amazing, but they did enough to win the game. Uh, David, good evening, David. How are you? Arteta rebuilding, but no support for Arteta. Um, and over and over and over an Arsenal podcast. He says we will lose loads this season, but just not on Saturday. Oh, that is going to come back and bite you on the bum, young man, if you do. Unfortunately, I probably have to agree with you, but that's not the point. That's not the point. Uh, James said it's a big season with Mikel Arteta. Um, Still a bit unsure if he's the man for Arsenal going forward. He is, I think, but he's just got to be given time. I mean, you know, I... I can't, you know, he's getting the backing from the Conkeyers. And I know Arsenal fans, again, don't like their owners, but they're not, they are backing him. You know, they are giving yeah. him the money and they're not going out, and no disrespect, I know James is in, in the chat, an Everton fan, and no disrespect to him, but, you know, they're not just throwing money at it and buying a name because it's a name, as, as Everton yeah. have done for the last few seasons. They are taking it. Um you know, when you talk to an Arsenal fan, oh, we've not made any, you know any good signings. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, but not the ones I want. Well, you can't win, yeah. can you? You no. cannot win uh, with us. Yeah. Sorry, say that again. At least they've made signings. It's more than we've done. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Although if Dennis Pratt stays, that's like having a new signing. But we will, he will come on to that in a bit. Uh, yeah. But again, Arsenal fans believing they can go the whole season without, um, well, another Invincibles campaign. Well, I don't believe it. 
it me, is one of those. I don't think I don't think any team is ever going to do that again. I think I don't. I mean, I don't. it's just too hard now. Mm. There's too much competition. There's too many teams that you know. If you just off it by that little bit, that, yes. you know, they're yeah. going to turn you over. Um, so yeah, I don't think anyone's going to do that, and that includes yeah. Arsenal. I take no pleasure in this next one. That's a lie. I take loads of pleasure in the <laughs> next one. <laughs> Nottingham Forest. Uh, I mean, where, where do I start with Nottingham Forest this weekend? I mean, their fans have gone quiet. That that's for sure. Um, yeah. the, the the second coming, you know, has has yet to happen. But um, well done, Newcastle. We love you. Um, but well, let's. I mean, take your pick of three. I mean, first of all. There's pictures of uh, a couple of the players, including Jesse Lingard, trying to understand the manager's notes that he sent on the pitch. <laughs> Don't seem um, to be able to, to do it, uh, be able to read it. They've got no sponsor on the shirts, which, come, I mean, going into the Premier League season, there's got to be somebody. And, you know, all fairness to Nottingham Forest, they have had a, a, a good history. I can't believe they are starting that season with no... Uh, no shirt sponsor. No, I'm I'm incredibly surprised by that um, for lots of different reasons because they they had one last season. Yeah. So where did that go? What happened with whoever sponsored them last time? Why did they not follow them to the Premier League? You know, if you get a backup mm. club in the Championship, why yeah. not take take that on in in the Premier League? And even if they didn't, you've had months. You know, you you you've got to have known you didn't have one sorted out for this season. It's big money lost, big, big money lost. And I know their owner's got a lot of money, but you can only spend what you make. So that's that's a huge, uh, huge disappointment for them and a big loss. Like, yeah. I would question the manager. I would question whoever made that decision not to have to sponsor because the amount of money that it's lost them is mm. crazy. And I'm just reading here, uh, Nottingham Forest are back in the Premier League first time in 23 years. What took you so long, Notts Forest? Um, let's have a look what they say. Nottingham Forest have no shirt sponsors. No deal has been agreed with any potential partner. Uh, Steve Cooper's men saw the deal with Boxed expire at the end of last season. Uh, the club reportedly turned down an offer from the Boiler Company to extend their partnership into the Premier League, their first Premier League campaign of the millennium. Um, they obviously were asking... Maybe too much money, you know. Um, According to reports from the East Midlands, numerous clubs have been close to being agreed, but none have got over the line yet. So uh, he wants a £10 a season deal, the the Forest owner. Okay. (sighs) Depending on what business you are, if you can afford that, that's not so bad. If you think about the amount of people that watch the Premier League, Mm. you take that power... Like a million, ten million, and split it up. You know, by that amount of people, yeah. it's nothing, absolutely nothing. But you know, can this company that was sponsoring them before afford that? You know, well, obviously extra to what they wanted in the championship. So obviously, I mean, in the company. Well, Boxstar, the company that they they um, do ITV weather in on Good Morning Britain, they sponsor oh. that. So, so they're not because yeah. <laughs> that that's yeah, it must have a um, but obviously there's some something's happened there. Um, yeah. I mean, over and over, refreshing to see no shirt sponsor. 
I would say yes if it was a club decision to say, look, you know, we're back in the Premier yeah. League as a special one-off season. We're not going to have a sponsor. Like Brentford saying, we're not going to bring out another shirt this season. We're going to use the same shirts. But good, you know, good power to them. But um, yeah, it, it's it, it is a bit it embarrassing. It to me that they've they've right gone well. We want a better sponsor, a sponsor that can give us more money, and that's mm. what's backfired on them. Then they've not been enough to get one, and yes. um, you know, because it, it is. It is. You think especially if it's a live game on the telly. Mm-hmm. It's the only advertising that you'll ever get on the BBC because they can't hide it on the yeah. shirts or, or around the, the hoardings or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we will see. Only a club like Nottingham Forest could mess it up. Um, one, one thing I've got to say, um, right whilst we're talking Nottingham Forest, and mm-hmm. uh, that was definitely, again, one of these moments well, for Nottingham I Forest. I don't believe it. But I've got to say, there was an even... I don't know if you saw the highlight, it showed it on the highlights. Mm-hmm. Corner, the corner they took. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? I mean, it, it was different. Yeah. Because, again, at this point, like, I can't remember. Were they already 1-0 down at this point? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I'm not 100%. I can't remember, but regardless, you're playing, you know, against the Newcastle side who totally, you know, this is the season that they think is going to be their season. Yes. Your first game back, like, you just don't do it. You just don't do that. Like, yeah, I I didn't get it. I don't get it. It it was... It was comical, wasn't it, really? You know, I mean, the corner's being taken... I mean, but they probably confused the Newcastle fans, but I think the goalkeeper had collected it before there was a Nottingham Forest um, player anywhere near it. But let's let's hear what uh, what Ian Wright had to say about it. <laughs> oh dear, Nottingham Forest! It's uh, it's so much fun to take the pee out of you. And our our last one in the I don't believe it uh, headlines. You know, you know what I used to like about Liverpool back in the day, and when Bill Shankly was manager and Bob Paisley, is that if they, if you got if they if your team beat them, they would come out and say, "Great, it was you know they deserved it. They were the better team." You know, I can remember when we beat them. Uh, it was the year we came up with Jock Wallace and we, we did the double over them. I think we were the first team in however many years to do the double over them, the first team to win at Anfield. We got relegated, but we, we ran. In fact, I think on one of the, the game at Philbridge Street, I think we won 2-1 and we scored all three goals. And they came, <laughs> out, they came out and they were, you know, generous to us. And they said, you know, well done, Leicester. You know, they deserve that. And now you've got Klopp. The pitch was too dry. I mean, come on. I mean, is that a genuine excuse for losing a match? I mean, the way Liverpool want to play, obviously, is a high press and quick passing. So the dry pitch probably wouldn't help that. But at the same time, it's the same pitch in the second half. You know 
what it's going to be yeah. like, change your yeah. tactics, play differently, do whatever you need to do to win the game. And you should be winning the game. They, you know, they should have won that game on paper. So, yeah, yeah this, this first few games of the season are always iffy, aren't they? They throw up weird results, and that just happens to be one of them. Um, you know, I think Liverpool will be fine, but when he comes out and says things like that, it does make him sound like, A, he's making excuses for his own team, and yeah. very, very, it just makes him sound incredibly ungracious. Yes. And, and so, well, I'm sorry, I'm just, I've just scrolled down because, um, Chris, good evening to you. Welcome along. How are you? I haven't seen the tweet. If anybody can tell me what the tweet said, I was just going down the story to see if it was on there. Uh, David said, did you see the tweet? But I've just seen um, Man United's away kit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pure. It's puce, I think you know. Um, it's puce, that's all I can say about it. It's just awful. Uh, I'm actually doing a show coming up with um, uh, 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 Doug, who did you know some of the uh, women's football with us, and we're going to be rating uh, on the show the um, uh, away kits. Obviously, we, we haven't brought ours out yet. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm ever feeling it might be out just before the Arsenal game, possibly. Um, you know. Possibly. I mean, it should have been out really at the beginning of the season, especially with us having, you know, the home game, and um, because people mm. would have gone and, and bought it. But yeah, yeah, we'll see what yeah, it's I, like. I, I think we might see the minute um, against Arsenal. To be honest with but you, we know, we know what it's going to be like, though, don't we? We already we do know what it looks like. I'm, I'm guessing it's the green and black one, but. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't used to believe all these leaked kits, but now I think it's the club doing it on purpose. They leak the kit, see what sort of response it gets. And if it gets a favourable response, yeah, we'll go with that one. But I mean, moaning about the weather, Klopp. I mean, I mean, oh. it's not wrong. The pitch would have been dry. Well, I mean, yes. What he says is correct. I mean, that's something. At least he's not trying. You know, he's not making it up. But you're playing on the same pitch. Yes, you're not you going on a different pitch to the, you know, to the opposition. And like I said, things like this happen early on in the season. But his thing is, it's drop points already. We've dropped points already, and um, mm. and obviously that's not what he wants. But yeah, I think he's just throwing his dummy out of the bum as usual. I like, think so. It is definitely. Well, a... I don't believe it. So that's four I don't believe it awards we've given out <laughs> this uh, tonight. I'm going to give another one out because I've just seen Man United's the way well, strip. I don't believe it. <laughs> so that's an extra one for Man United there. Um, just uh, has anybody seen? Has anyone's in the chat and they've seen it? Oh, just sent. Chris said he's just sent you a picture of the tweet uh, if she gets yeah. the tweet. Or you can just read it out to me. That might be easier. Um, yeah. um, let's have a look if we can. I'm totally sure. Are we um, show it? Let me just find my iPad and I'll. Look on that, and then I can read you the tweet. 
just get my iPad open. Come on, iPad. iPad size. No, um, I, I'm sure it will come up. Just while you're looking for that, we'll get ready because obviously the next section is we're going to be going through the Premier League results. Um, and we'll be doing that uh, straight after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Um, I'm just saying what we're bringing up here. Please do, if you haven't yet subscribed, please do. Um... Paddy Power, the pitch was dry, stuff like this, really difficult. Fulham admin, the Craven Cottage turf looking absolutely lush yesterday with the sprinklers on it. <laughs> Is that the uh, one? Yeah, yes. Well, it was from Paddy Power, so I'm assuming that's the one, yes. Yeah, and there's a picture of sprinklers all over it. I mean, come on. Come on, Jürgen. You're bigger than that. You are bigger yeah. than that. You You'd know. think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris also says he's seen the um Man United third strip, it's like Chelsea's third strip years ago. I just think, I just think it's horrible. Uh, that, I think that one's gonna that one, that one is already up there for coming 20th. I'll tell you, right? <laughs> let's just have a look. Uh, and I haven't even seen two or three of them yet, then it's coming bottom. So let's have a look at the weekend's games. Um, I don't know how many you got to see if you or if you got to see Man United uh, match of the day at all. Um, I yes. didn't, but I have seen the goal since. Right, um, right. I went to see a show Saturday, so. Right. Okay. So let's um, let's have a look what we've got here. Starting off on the Friday night, and are we actually are they the right matches? I don't think they are the right matches, are they? Uh, it's a little small. Uh, uh, yeah. Let me bring this up. No, uh, they're not. No, no, they're the last matches from the uh, last season. Oh, it's <laughs> great when te technology lets you down, isn't it? Right, let's have a look here. Here we go. Here we go. That's better. Um, it'll be all right on the night, folks. It'll be all right on the night. Don't we? It's not live. We'll just edit that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, it started off Arsenal again on the Friday night, um, putting Crystal Palace to bed. Um, I know the, the Arsenal fans are getting a bit carried away, but I think Arsenal could have a good season this season. Yeah, I, I, like I say, I don't think they're going to, by any chance, um, you know, go through the whole season without losing. But no. I do think a good season, and I think they've got a great chance of finishing fourth. Chelsea are on oh, a bit of a sticky wicket um, and United don't look like they're going to be anywhere. West no. Ham, I don't think I've got it quite a strong enough squad to take them right through to fourth. Um, so I think, yeah, I think Arsenal have got a great chance of getting in that top four this year. And I think it's doable. Um, from what I heard, they played really well. From what I've seen, they played really well, you know. But again, it's that soft underbelly. That they have mm. where they're not, um, you know, they're not really going for the jugular, so to speak. 
Yeah, indeed. Um, and Palace, um, I mean, yeah, I know you can't read too much into one game. I've said this before, but uh, will, they, will they be overly disappointed when it was at home? Should they maybe have got something from the game, do you think? I think from their point of view, they had they had chances, they just didn't take them. And mm. that's, you know, what we've been saying about Palace for a long time. Their attacking threat isn't up to that much if you take Wilfred Zahara out of it, um, yeah. who is, you know, quite widely reported as wanting to leave. And if someone came yeah. in for him, you know, we would do. So they need to make sure that doesn't happen. Um but yeah, I think again, I think they'll be a you know, I don't see them going down or anything. I think they'll be maybe ninth, somewhere like that where this where where yeah. the season comes. Yeah. But yeah, a, a loss against Arsenal isn't gonna finish them, you know, it isn't gonna be no. the reason that no. you know, they finish where they do. Um after that we've got well the aforementioned Fulham Liverpool game. I mean if I say that here we have only got, let's have a look, because it was myself, Brad, Steve Linitz wasn't able to make it, so Doug stood in for him. And out of all the 10 games, only we only got one result dead on <laughs> out of all of those. Uh, and we got about half of them in the correct prediction. We all we all went for the Liverpool win here. It was a case of, you know, by how many? Uh, Brad yeah. went 5-0. Um, you know, Fulham are one of everybody's teams to be struggling, if if not going down. Uh, well done to yeah. Fulham. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, it's... It's, it just does my head in because everyone's going to say, well, Liverpool weren't playing the best. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. The pitch but was too dry. I would expect the second string of Liverpool... Yeah, the pitch was too dry. Um, I would expect that second string of Liverpool to still beat Fulham. Yes. They're newly promoted side. And yes, they've got that bump and they could have come back up and it's the first yeah. you know, it's the first game at home against Liverpool. Like, it's a big deal. But I still would have expected Liverpool to win. But again, you know, the Premier League race isn't over because of drop points it's no, way too no. early for to be saying things like that so yes. i don't think it's a major worry but you know they probably need to win the next one just to get that first win and start correcting the shit you know you can't i mean i say i can remember years and years ago and i'll probably be saying this for a few weeks but we never used to see a table for the first 10 games you know, no. so, you know meaningless I won't be looking at it. yeah well I yeah they're also like we're still in the transfer window. Mm. So even the teams that we're watching now aren't going to be the ones that, or might not be the ones we, you know, we finish up watching at the end of the season when it, it really counts. So, yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. And now, I mean, again, um, Brad actually called it. He didn't get the score right, but he did call that Bournemouth would win it. I was surprised myself and uh, Doug both went for the Villa win, but well done mm -hmm. to Bournemouth. Um, I'm not yeah. convinced they're going to stay up. They were everybody's favourite to go down. Scott Parker hasn't got a good record in the division. Nothing against him, no. I'll say. Uh, and I'd love Bournemouth to stay up because, like I say, they're 10 minutes down the road. So, to me, it's like in a home game when yeah. we play them. 
Unfortunately, I've got Bournemouth and Southampton in my bottom three, so I'm not going to see any games next season. Um, but, um, you know, we say well done to Bournemouth. Yeah, and again, like, it's, it's so hard this first week because mm. for a fan, you want your team to win, always. But you've got to, like, it's... It's like the one time where you can guarantee there's going to be shocks, and those two matches yeah. are are the shocks, aren't they? You know, you would have expected yeah. Villa probably to beat Bournemouth, and you definitely would have expected Liverpool to beat Fulham. But that's not how it always works, and football does that to us anyway. Um, mm. But like I say, pre-season, you know, has it gone? You, you know, your star players, you need to have them to have a good pre-season. And, you know, to hopefully you've won some games and you go into that first game with, you know, but like I say, that bounce. And that's, I think, what's happened for Fulham. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they're, they're in my three to go down. So mm. I would, I would, you know, not put too much stock on the fact that they've won this weekend. No, no. Um, it was, it was a, I mean, we, we, we struggled last season picking these results out. Uh, none of us, none of us went for Leeds to beat Wolves. See, I, I probably would have done uh, because I think Leeds still have um, a good setup there um, that gives the players the chance to to succeed. So I probably would have gone to Leeds. I would expect that game to be, be a tight match at mm. any time in the season. But again, it throws funny things up the first few games and um, yeah, teams need to settle and they need to kind of get into their rhythm. If actually playing games because they obviously don't during the uh, the preseason, obviously they do, but they're not the same. It's not, you know, friendly at Knox County, for example, for City is not the same as playing against, you know, Arsenal next week in the Premier League. So yeah, yeah it just yeah. takes a bit of time. Yes, um, but I mean, I've got <laughs> I've got Leeds to finish twentieth. <laughs> Fortunately, I I just don't think Jesse March. I I think they were very lucky that they stayed up last season, um, and I just don't I just can't see him being the man to to take them forward. It was a weird decision when they took him on. To be totally honest yeah. with you, but I mean, you know, they obviously see something in him that the rest of us don't i mean yeah. i don't know anything about the guy at all so i don't want to write him off just because you know he's american but mm. as far as i know he hasn't got a, a lot of um first team experience as manager so that would be a problem and you know the Premier league is an incredibly hard place to learn your trade so yes yeah i i would be maybe a little bit worried for that but i think there's worse teams in the division than leeds I mean, maybe I shouldn't be actually um, basing my my thoughts on Leeds on 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 a American TV or British TV show, Ted Lasso. But I just I just do I just I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, that, but well, well done to Leeds. Well done to Leeds. Newcastle, we love you. We love you so much, Newcastle. Two 0 over Forest. Well done. I mean, I'm, I got I got three points for the whole thing and I didn't get any for that but I don't care I was just pleased to see that result I think Newcastle are going to have a good season this season Yeah I think it's going to be a lot better than the last one um, mm. because obviously I, I think they're going to start from a better place and again you know they've spent lots of money 
Um, the atmosphere up there must, is obviously a lot better. And you know, I do love Newcastle for um, being Forest. I don't um, love them for wanting Madison. So it's a double-edged <laughs> sword there. But yeah, again, I think you know it's it's already been kind of said about Newcastle. The fan base up there deserves a good football team that's going to at least you know compete to win games and. That's what they had at the end of the last season, which is why they won all those games at the end to get them out, out of the trouble that they were in. Um, so in theory, you know, they should be starting from, like I say, a better place and and, and finish higher than they did last time. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, Tottenham, I mean, let's talk Tottenham. We've talked Arsenal. Let's talk Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I mean, Arsenal, Friday night, they were top of the league. Mm-hmm. They will then... Um, they no doubt be bringing out a best of season DVD on uh, <laughs> tomorrow morning. Tottenham are now have gone top. They've knocked Arsenal off, and I believe Tottenham will be bringing out a um, <laughs> best of season review as well because they're top of the table. Um, they demolished Southampton again. Southampton is my yeah. third team to go down this season. Um, as I said earlier, I. I I just can't see them doing it. They just capitulated. Yeah. Again, it's always difficult talking about Southampton because obviously they are always one of those teams that kind of are there for a hiding. And I I always say it, you know, eventually it's going to bite them in the ass. You know, the, the fact that they have a great academy there, but they just sell the players that come through that academy. They don't keep any of them. Yeah. And, um, and that's that's the hard bit. And, you know, that's what Leicester are finding. It's all right getting these players on your books, but it's keeping them. Mm. Um, and I think Southampton, you know, little club in terms of the Premier League. Um, I think, uh, so again, it's so hard because I think there is worse teams in the division than them. But you can only, you can't keep putting that spurt on at the end to get out of trouble. No, um, no. And, you know, Again, I feel like they're in the league because there's always worse teams than them, yeah. not because they're particularly strong. They started off last season quite well. They were, I thought, that oh, maybe this is the season we're going to see something happen. Ruth Asenthal is a good manager. Uh, but then they kind of had that end-of-season drop-off, uh, yeah. and it's kind of carried on over, uh, very much like, Leicester under Peter Taylor, you know, we started off really well, top of the league for for a couple of weeks, then yeah. it all went wrong, and then the following season it just carried on. And I just wonder whether Southampton are going to be in that position. But Tottenham Hotspur, I, they've got a great manager. Uh, I think they've got a manager now that will stand up to Daniel Levy because I think they needed him more than he needed them. Oh, um, without doubt. You know, without doubt. I think he can he can demand what he wants, and I think. I've got them as, as, as third in the season, and I think they're going to have a very good season. Yeah, I think the, the thing with Tottenham, again, is a manager can take you far, but they can only take you so far. It just takes Kane or Son to get injured, and yeah. then they're screwed. And that's yeah. the thing that would worry me. We know what injuries can do to a squad, and it, just those two, one or the other, and, and they're going to be struggling to to then get in that top four. They're not going to go down or anything, and they're not probably finishing in you know the European places regardless. But yeah. 
if you're, you know, you want those two have to stay fit. They yes. have to stay fit and Kane has to st- score goals right from the start of the season. Like, he can't be going into months without having scored mm. goals. So, no. that's the thing for me. Conte will get the best out of that squad for 100%. And he's very tactically aware. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's managed, obviously, some huge sides and had a lot of success. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I think. Turf, Dan, good evening, sir. How the devil are you, Kate, and the kids all in one car? You have a pity. Uh, you have my sympathy, sorry. Um, driving up from Watford. Weekend in London for your son's birthday. I hope he had well, a good time. I hope you all enjoyed it, and you were a ginger, so I hope you kept in the shade there, Dan. Um, <laughs> you look, Monge, too, you lovely pair, en route home, kids are blagging, but you're giving me a football fix, all is now well with the world. Like I say, we are going to be discussing burning the Championship after the Premier League, we're just going to touch into the Championship and the relegated <laughs> teams and how they're doing, um, but uh, I said I'll try and stay, but Bats on the way out. Sorry, uh, I was sure to come on and watch it. Uh, it back to abuse. Um, don't call Kate a bat. That's not very nice. You know, <laughs> it really isn't. Um, the next game: Everton, Chelsea. Um, Everton, I think, surprised a lot of people with this performance because I watched this game yeah. and I was really impressed with them. Yeah, I think Everton probably did. Um, and it was just one stupid thing at the end, um, which cost them, you know, a point. And that's, that would have been a great result for them against Chelsea. I think we need to kind of... Everton, again, they're really hard to predict because they're either going to be, same as last season, and be really poor, or they're going to play to the potential that that side has and yeah. be, you know, top half. So, again, really difficult to predict, but I hope that, again, for the Everton fans, you know, they do live in the shadow, of obviously, of Liverpool up yeah. there and just have a good season. And they need it because they're going into, you know, that new stadium soon. That needs to be a Premier League stadium. That cannot yeah. afford to be a championship yes. stadium because the amount of money that obviously has gone into it. And, you know, you go down and it's just so hard to come straight back up again. And, you know, we, we say this about Fulham. No, they do, you know, they are yo-yo, but that's not easy in itself to be yo-yo. To, you know, to do well in, in the championship is not easy. Um, and yeah. Everton would find it hard because they'd have to sell a lot of places to cover, you know, the, the stadium. But again, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think Everton will go down. I think if that was going to happen, it would have been last season. But Yes, yeah. So Thomas, welcome along. He said Everton showed some fight. They did. Like I say... It's going to be interesting because they showed that fight at home uh, last season. What they didn't show, because they only won twice away, unfortunately one of those was at Leicester, <laughs> they only won twice away all season. Uh, so that would be the real test for them. Uh, they've got um, some good signings. Uh, Tarkovsky is the best. I mean, I think he, he just looked really, really good. Um, yeah. Scott says there, good evening, Scott. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. Everton at the end of last season showed grit in most performances, albeit poor end product. This season, I see them being more of the same. It, like I can say if they, if they produce that form that they did against Chelsea, I honestly believe there'll be a lot of clubs that won't fancy playing them this season. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree, Chris. I think, um, 
like I say, it can go either either way with Everton. It's either going to be they all start performing, you know, the manager mm-hmm. gets them playing. I think Trotsky will be obviously, hopefully, sure of that defence because it was very, very shaky last season, especially away from home. Um, and, you know, it's just doing the right things at the right time and, and cutting out silly mistakes, tracking your players. And, and they did do, didn't do that against Chelsea because the goal was an Everton mistake. Um, yeah. Overall, do I think Chelsea deserve to win the game? Yeah, from what I saw, probably just. Mm. Um, but, you know, again, Everton's season isn't going to be defined by what they do against um, Chelsea and, you know, those top teams. It's going to be the teams that end up around them that they need to get points from. Indeed, indeed. Um, I'd like to avoid it, but I know we can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leicester against um, against Brentford. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 <laughs> so Thomas Beckett said uh, Rogers bottled it. Um, I mean, two nil up. Um, I did a watch along for that. Uh, I know you were you were at work, but for that first fifty minutes, you know, we we were, we went one nil up um, towards the end of the first half. We scored within twenty, you know, well within two minutes, I think, of coming on in the second half, which was a great time to score. Um, mm-hmm. And I I thought this is the Leicester, as I said, we we had a chat before we came live. Said this is the Leicester that. Was like the two European season, um, mm. and <laughs> Thomas Beckett just said uh, Deli Ali is a mystery to me. I think he's a mystery to uh, Frank Lampard, to be honest with you. <laughs> looking at looking, I say going back to Leicester, it was like we we, uh, we were all over them. You know, it couldn't have been an easier you know start for Danny Ward uh, in the goal. Um, but then second half after we scored, it was, again, the Leicester from last season. And I'm not going to put any blame on um, Danny Ward because I don't think Schmeichel would have saved either of those goals, mm-hmm. in my opinion. A lot of people are blaming Amati. Uh, but as football fans, we all seem to have these very short memories. He was probably our most consistent defender last season and you know stepped up when we needed him. And for some reason, Rogers played him on the left, um, which is not his normal position. He was obviously filling in for Soyuncu. Uh, don't mm-hmm. know why he wasn't picked. Um, and then managers make a substitution. And problem is for me, if it comes off, the manager suddenly then looks like he's the tactical genius. If it doesn't come off, he looks like a muppet. Well. Mm-hmm. You could say Brendan Rodgers, maybe he should, you know, change his name to Kermit, because that was a horrendous substitution. Hot day, five substitutes allowed, one made. Uh, He said he did that to combat what Brentford were doing. Well, Brentford made five subs. You're never going to combat that with one. We're not going to have another one of those seasons, are we? Well, again, let's put this into perspective. It's the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the things have changed to how he probably thought this game was going to start. You know, obviously, mm. Bar- no Barnes, 
Pereira. I don't think Pereira probably would have got in the squad anyway. But definitely Barnes, you know, he's, he's a big attacking force. We scored two goals. Yes, OK, we let two in. It's bad management. And, you know, you can blame Rogers for the um, substitutions or the non-substitutions in this case. But if he had brought five players on and would still got the draw or lost the mm. game, he would then have been an idiot for making those substitutions. So he can't win either way. Manager's call. Yeah, he, did, he did what he thought was right, obviously, at that moment in time. And that's all he mm. can do. My thing is, in his, where he's not helped himself, is he's come out in the um, post-match interview and he said, the players look tired. Well, if they look tired, why weren't <laughs> you making substitutions? Exactly. You've got, got four more subs there. Why were you not making substitutions if they look tired? You know, yes. and that's okay for them to look tired. It's the first game of the season. You know, match fitness mm -hmm. is not necessarily going to be there. And yes, yeah. you can't take them all off, but you could have made four, four more substitutions. Yeah. So yeah. why did it? You know, he's not helping himself when he comes you out know, and says that. Not at all. And he sometimes does this, doesn't he? he you know, he, he opens his mouth before he's put his brain into gear. Um I I I didn't get it at all. Uh, I I really didn't. But um, Daka and Vardy very very quiet. But then again, they weren't really getting the service, were they? Again, from what I've seen, because I, I didn't watch much because of work. But of oh, course, cool. sorry. Yeah. Again, it's, yeah. really, it's really difficult because again, it's the first game of the season. I don't want to be too harsh, mm. and you know. Obviously, we've not got an easy game next week. They'll need to be better by a long, long way. Um, and I just don't, you know, if we do lose, I just don't want it to be an embarrassment against Arsenal. But no, um, I, think, I, mean, I think it's too yeah. early to be saying, rent, you know, anything about any of the players yet. We've had yes. one game. Okay, it wasn't the most startling game. In that yeah. first half, we played really well. So let's let's see the positives. You know, if this was the other way around, if we were 2-0 down at half-time and then got back to a draw, we would be talking very differently about it. It's would. because of we've course. lost that lead. Yeah. You know, the, the way around that it is, because we've lost yeah. the lead, it's a problem. Yeah. If that could come down, on and score... You know, just after half-time. Yeah, if yeah. Jack would come on and score, he would have been a tactical genius. Of course he would. Um, and that's the margins, isn't it? And that's, that's why they get paid a lot of money to manage, because it is. that's what yeah. they have to deal with. They stand, so, you know, they I don't want to be by it. for Roger, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, by the team they pick and the subs they make. Yeah, indeed. And for me, we've got Arsenal on Saturday. Um, if we play the way that we played for that first 50 minutes, I think we can give them a game. I really do. Um, if we play like we played in the last, then I don't think we will. <laughs> Just to say that, um, I think Amarty, I liked Amarty, he got my most improved player of the season last year. Because he, he'd come from being absolutely derided by all the fans and he was our most consistent defender, which wasn't hard last season, let's be honest with you. But he did he did a job for us when he was in. Uh, Ward, yeah. Schmeichel's gone. I mean, I, as you know, I write for the um, the BBC and, and my, point, my post tomorrow, I don't do sort of write about the matches. I write about it has to be anything but the matches. Uh, every mm -hmm. Tuesday, Tuesday Talking Point on the BBC um website on the Leicester City page and I, I basically my, my story is the king is dead long live the king so to speak um, um, 
I think uh, I don't think we need to go out and buy anybody. Um, Danny Ward was coming for crosses um, a lot more than Anna Schmeichel was at the back end of last season. Obviously, the defence has changed, but I I think it will be a different team that starts against Arsenal. Maybe maybe one or two. He always gets he always likes a goal against Arsenal, does Jamie Vardy, and the big six team will always give him that space at the back as well that the other t- you know, the other clubs don't. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, then yeah. what Arsenal aren't going to do, especially at home, is sit and park the bus. They're, they're going to want to go and score goals and get yeah. their fans you know, a good a good time. So, that should, yeah. in theory, like, say, leave extra space for Vardy and mm. Dakar if he does come on or whatever. Obviously, we've not got Barnes, but I think that the thing is, like, in that position, that's where you want Barnes. You, when Vardy's getting space, that's where you want Barnes to be that link. Yes. So I think they probably will miss him a little bit next week. Um, I think they probably did this week. You know, he's he's become a bit of an influential player yeah. and he's fit for Leicester. Um, just because he takes people on. Um, very much like a Madison type attacker where he's not afraid to take people on. He'll go down that wing, he'll, and, you know, he'll do what he does with it. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think... I think they probably are missing Barnes a little bit in that respect, but scored two goals. So you know the, the scoring goals wasn't the problem in this game, was it? It was the, it was keeping them out. Yeah, yeah. it was the problem. Um, you know, you score two goals at home, you, sh- you should really be winning the game. Exactly, so. exactly. Uh, having said that, we can all remember those opening day games against uh, Hull City and Bolton Wanderers, can't we? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, this is it. You see, to me, when I look at the, if I go back twelve months, we've played yeah. Wolves. On the opening day, and we won one nil. We didn't deserve that. If if Wolves had got their shooting boots on on that day, I think they would have beaten us three or four one. Um, yeah. So this performance was a lot better, and it is encouraging. And Scott, I, I get what you're saying there, but I don't, I don't fear this weekend if we played like we played in the first half. You know, that's that's the thing. Uh, Riley says. Rogers bottled it, and so was Ten Hag. I, I mean, how do how do you justify saying that these managers bottled it? I don't. You know, it's like you know when people said that Leicester bottled, you know, the top four. We didn't bottle the top four. We did bloody well to work get, to end up in fifth. You know yeah. what I mean? For me, um, but no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we bottled it at all. If I'm honest with you, um, you know, Rogers made a mistake. He, he made the wrong substitution. They only made the wrong substitutions because they didn't come on. Yeah. I've seen it a yeah. lot. Oh, you know, he cost us the game. Okay, so what would you have done then? Exactly. Given exactly. The squad he had, place he had, what would you have done? Mm. Because that's what people don't say. They stand there and say, oh, he made this, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Mm. Well, what would you have done then? Given yeah. the squad that he has, and, you know, I've put that to the viewers tonight, what would you have done? And there's no way we will ever know whether what you would have done would have paid off. No, no. Let, let's hear what you would have done. Scott says there, I will admit it, I had to eat humble pie um, as I didn't want Tillemans to start on last season's performances alone, but he did well yesterday. He did because um, he was playing his more normal role last season because of our injuries. He was having to play a more mm-hmm. defensive role and that's not him, not you know. That. And had he been, I keep saying this, had he played that role in the FA Cup final, he wouldn't have got that goal. 
because you want to yeah. win in that position. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so but yeah, no, I take what you say, Scott. Eating humble pie, he did. He did have a good game. He hit the post, and that's the thing you can see when he hits when he did that when when he hit the post. His face, you know, this isn't a player like um, let's say Mares when he wanted to leave that went and sat on you know the 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 the, the um, airport. Lounge at Paris Charles de Gaulle, you know, he didn't go on strike, he didn't do what Canty did, which was walk out as quickly as he could do. But so, yeah, fair play. I think, I think he's going to give it his all. Um, Terry says Arsenal are going to try and get try and batter us in the first 15 minutes, it's their style. Uh, Scott, uh, the difference is quiz the difference in goalkeeper we face this weekend, we won't get them kind of opportunities with the defense in front of them. Um, but they're going to be going. They're going to be going forward more. Arsenal at home are going forward more than Brentford at Leicester. One thousand percent. So that leaves space behind. Which Vardy will exploit? Vardy, who can exploit that? So that, to yeah. me, yes, this isn't going to be an easy game, and I will be ecstatic if we come home with any points. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to go there and batter them or anything, but to say that we have no chance, I think, is unfair. I think mm. Leicester on the day playing the best they can, you know, can beat anybody. Yeah. If we come away yeah. with a point, we'll all be happy. You know, it'll be the first point of the season. It'll be a great away uh, away result. That that's fine. But don't yeah, don't write Leicester off before they've even picked a ball. That's no, no. Um, the the other thing that that just before we move on from Leicester, I don't think he did himself any favour saying well. That might not have happened if we'd had Luckman in the team, um, because you're saying, "Well, why didn't we buy him then?" You know. Yeah, but... and the Luckman one for me was a strange one because he seemed to really like him. Like he played it. I mean, I know we had injuries last season, but he played him a fair bit. Like he got a lot of stars, and I thought he did fairly well. The fans seemed to think, "Yeah, fans loved him." Yeah, that you know that he was. It was good enough to stay. So, yeah, for me personally, I would have kept him and maybe got rid of Pratt because I don't think Pratt's as good as... It, or it's going to get as much game time as what Luckman would have done. Um, no, and I Pratt, think he's, I mean, he's come out and said he wants to stay now, doesn't he, and fight for yeah. his position. Um, maybe that's with... Maybe Tielemans leaving, he's got that in, in mind. Luckman um, isn't going anywhere. Tillisman is not going anywhere. No, well, well fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, no, he'd be done by now if he was going. Yeah, but I mean, if he's they 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 will have known that this RB Leipzig is that they've got him that would were in for him, right? So they would have known. Um, and if we were really, I'm sure, fifteen million, we could have found that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fulham. You know, they, they offered us was it eleven for um Vestergaard and we turned it down. Well, take that eleven and let's go and get, you know. Yeah, oh, anyway, there's things obviously we don't know that are happening. Terry yeah. says he blames the clappers, bring back the clappers. To be honest with you, I love the clappers. I absolutely think they, they, they do really help the atmosphere. I didn't know well, I wasn't at the game and I didn't have the sound on because I'm not allowed to when I'm doing a watch along. Um, but you know, we've had what five, six seasons now with the Clappers. A lot of fans don't like them, so let's have a season without them. You know, it, it's 
I miss them. Uh, but then again, I'm not going to the matches, so I can't really say. Um, somebody said earlier, St. Um, St. Thomas said, performance of the day, Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, performance of the weekend. Um, yep. Well done, can't Brighton. Can't argue too much with it. Um, no. Can't argue too much with that at all. I, I think the only thing that goes against that is... How much is it Man United being bad and how much is it them being good, you know? Mm. That, that's my only thing about it. I just think like now is the time to play. This season is the best season we're going to have in a long time to play United. Because I think yeah. eventually they are going to get this sorted out and they are yeah, going to yeah. get yeah. You know, a decent squad and they are going to sort themselves out because they're going to have to. Mm. Because the Glazers want Man United because it makes money. Man United is only going to make money if they're successful on the pitch. So eventually, it's going to be like, well, we need to reinvest in this to just to make money, you know. Um, so I think eventually it's going to get better there. Um, not sure how long that's going to take, but I think it will get better. And so you know, now we are or these seasons are seasons where you know try and get your wins against them because when that money is invested again, it won't be so easy. No, no, you're quite right. And uh, he will get it right. I think he, like Conte at Tottenham, is the right manager now. Uh, he will go in, he will, you know, he will do what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has brought back the Wally and the Brolly. But having said that, Steve McLaren did well when he was assistant manager under Fergie, you know. And yeah. um, I mean, Fergie went through a few assistant managers. He liked to change it to sort of you know, mix it up a little bit. But um, like you say, this this will be a good season. They need to give him time. I think being an assistant manager to Fergie is very different to being an assistant manager to anyone else because Fergie wants charge over everything. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think you're making the same decisions as a, you know, a, an assistant coach to Fergie as, say, Mourinho or someone like that. Mm. You know, I think he's he's very much wants the control, and yes. you know what? Can't kind of argue that United did the right thing by giving it to him because the trophies cabinet kind of says otherwise, <laughs> isn't it? Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, uh, Rico says United are a mess. Um, Ten Hag has an impossible job. I think he's, I think if he's given That's time, right. and I think the. I think the Glaziers would give him time because, like you say, they can maybe see the long term because the businessmen, at the end of the day, whatever you say about them, they're businessmen, they make a lot of money, uh, etc. But uh, you're right there. <laughs> we've lost, we've, we've, oh, <laughs> you're back. Um, so they're not, they're not stupid. Um, the problem is they are, I do honestly think they are trying to please the fans too much, you know. You've got to ask the question. Last season, if they stayed, um, if they stayed as with Solskjaer, would they have done better? Because the last two seasons, he got them into, you know, the second place one season and fourth place at our expense the other season. We'll mm. never know. We will never know. Mm. Um, that, that's the thing. Like you can you can talk about it till the cows come home, but you're just never going to know what no. would have happened. I mean. Um, on what he actually achieved at United, I, it was probably a little harsh to lose his job. But I don't 
I've said it before, I don't think he should ever have got the job. Um, and if he'd had no connection to United as a player, he never would have got the job. Um, no, I think he got the job too soon because he came in after Mourinho, got the uh, dressing room back in place, went on mm. an amazing winning run, still on the temporary contract. And before the contract had expired, they gave him a full contract. And then it started to go wrong. Or if they'd waited till the temporary contract, they might have seen that. But you know, like I said, I think I think if the crowd get onto Ten Hag's back, then hopefully the board will stick by him and ignore the crowd. Mm. But as I say, a lot of the time, I do think you know they try and please the the, the fans to try and earn brownie points, if you like. You yeah, know. they're very very vocal bunch. So it doesn't it, well, surprise me that it gets through. Um, exactly. uh, Scott says Potter's magic wand again. Chris's favourite manager. Um, if he starts doing the business, then I'll give him. I mean, I gave him the credit last season. I had mm-hmm. some humble pie as well, Scott, because I think he did well um, at the start of the season. But also, I think it was March time. He was bottom of the form table, so he's yet to sort of do it uh, on, on math. Last game. Um, West Ham United, Manchester City. Um, I went for a draw. Brad actually went for a West Ham win. Um, and, yeah, actually, in fairness, Doug went for the 2-1 Man City win. So he was the closest. Uh, it's, it's normal service resumed. And after I said Haaland um, <laughs> didn't look much good in the charity shield, he went and scored two goals. The sign, well, the sign of a good player is scoring when it matters most, and in the Premier yeah. League is way more important than winning the Charity Shield, obviously for yeah, for Man City. Yeah. So, but you know, he's only scored. Two, yes, he's had a great start, but things can still go very wrong. Oh, Don't God, yeah. like he cannot count his chickens, is what I'm saying. He's obviously a good player. It's why they've brought him in the first place, and what he's done elsewhere, you know, yeah. is, is amazing. He's got the pedigree. Is whether his head stays on his shoulders, which again, I've got no reason to think. You know that that's not going to happen, but then when he's yeah. doing a tour of Europe, trying to get the most money he can for his signature, yeah. maybe he's not the most loyal. You know, it'd only take maybe a, I know Real Madrid if he has a couple of good seasons here yeah. in the Premier League. You know, Real Madrid or Barca or Bayern, and he'll be gone. So, you know, oh, my my thing to the Man City fans would be enjoy it while you can because I don't know it'll yeah. be here that long, yeah. especially if they don't win the Champions League. The th- the th- exactly. The thing is with um um what was I going to say then? Um Barcelona is if you sign for Barcelona, you don't know whether you're gonna actually get to play a game or not, do you? No. <laughs> you know, I mean no. how, how <laughs> they're doing that, I God only knows, you know. And somebody said to me about Leicester and I said, you know what, do you remember Leeds? They gambled everything on getting yeah. after you know they did had a great season and they, they took that gamble that they're gonna have a, another great season the following season and they'd get in the Champions League again and they didn't and that's mm-hmm. when their trouble started. Would I sooner have a team my team Leicester make no signings because of financial fair play, because of squad size, etc and finish maybe tenth or eleventh, you know or would I sooner them gamble it all? No, I sooner them end up, you know, being sensible and mid table and still have a team to support. Yeah, there is that, and also I don't, I don't. Leicester aren't in financial trouble because no. if they were, they would have took that eleven million for Vertigo and yes. you know, took it to 
pay off debts if they had them. They haven't. Yeah. I don't think money is as overflowing as maybe we'd hope it to be because KP is a duty-free company. We, yeah. No one's travelled for the last two years. So it's bound to have had effect on what money is available. But I don't think there's problems. I don't think, you know, we're struggling to, like, you know, pay no. wages or anything like that, are we? No, um, no, no, no. And there's assets there. You know, what they've done with the training ground has obviously took a lot of money as well. Yes. Um, talk about stadium expansion, which would cost a lot because of what they're do, planning on doing on the outside of the stadium, the the, the mm. reconstruction of the roads and the hotels and everything that's going to go there. So I'm not worried about money for Leicester. And, you know, again, it was really weird because when we were buying Bertrand and Vestergaard, people were saying, oh, what are they buying them for? Well, now we're not buying anyone. They're saying, well, why aren't we buying anybody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's it, 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 very, very fickle and very, very, you oh, know, God, almost yeah. looking for trouble all the time. Put out five. You look up football fan in the dictionary and it says fickle next to it, yeah. you know. But uh, no, we I all mean, are. What, we are. We totally 100%. I, I think we all are. But again, they know how to run a business, you know. Mm -hmm. And if, it, if we have to take a couple of years of, you know, not in the box. exactly yeah then that, let's let's do that and in a couple of years still be in the premier league so yeah. uh, that is very true so that's all the premier league games um mm -hmm. oh actually sorry terry saying uh, vestergaard did not accept the personal terms ah okay well you know we know that this is why we can't get rid of the likes of Chowdhury and such like because they're on such good wages good but um oh well oh well well look at hey we're going to have a very, very, very quick look at the championship um, straight after this. It gave me a chance to put my light on because it's getting a little bit dark outside. Uh, the sun is shining, as this, believe it or not, but we're also hearing thunder. So God knows what's going to happen. Um, just looking, uh, Lou, at the, so the four teams very, very quickly. The three teams that have gone down, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's interesting to see how they're doing. Burnley, I mean, they've just got a completely new team because I think they've sold every single one of the, the team that was there before. Corne's the latest one to go. Um, but, I mean, they've won one, drawn one. They've got a great manager, haven't they? Yeah, and that's something that I think, Again, it's really difficult because as a supporter of a Premier League club, we almost kind of forget that there's leagues below us. Yeah. You know, we kind of forget. Like, I don't watch championship football very often because I just kind of forget that it's on. And I shouldn't do that because actually, A, we weren't, it's not so long ago we were there ourselves. Um, and B, you know, there's some good teams in there that, and this, the competition is good. That's what I like about the championship. You know, yeah. it's a really tough league to get out of. There's obviously yeah. more games in the season. Um, and, yeah, there's, it's, there's there's some good teams in there that really challenge each other. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's not easy to get back up straight away. You know, not many yeah. teams do that, um, apart from Fulham. <laughs> and what for? Yeah, I mean Burnley. I mean Dan, as you know, is a big um, friend of the channel. Uh, Dan, Dan, the Burnley fan. Um, he doesn't want to come straight back up if it means that you know the team get a bit of a um, you know stability. 
and bed in and then come back stronger. A uh, bit like, I suppose, Leicester, you know, would we have done as well and stayed up if we'd come up after the Watford semi-final defeat? Yeah. Who knows? Like you say, it's all, it's all speculation. But they're yeah. sat in third. I mean, there's only two games gone. Watford sat in six, same number of points, 1-1 one, one drawn. Oh, can I just say well done to Luton? Because they did get the draw at Burnley. I like Luton. Um, and <laughs> Scott, I'll bring that up in a minute. Um, yeah, uh, so I, I do like Luton. Thanks for sort of looking after KDH for us. Thanks for letting us have James Justin. I would have loved to have seen them come up through the playoffs because I say I like teams to come up and give it a go that haven't been up before. Uh, so, yeah, I I think thing for teams like Luton, again, you kind of almost forget that they're just one, you know, one league below. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, that yeah. seems crazy that Luton are only one team, like one league below the Premier League. But again, they're on merit. Any team that's in the Championship or even in the Premier League, they're there on merit and they're yeah. by winning games. And, uh, you know, I don't know the, the situation with Luton, but it's obviously, you know, this good foundations there to be able to yeah. come through the leagues like they have yes. so yeah it's just that one yeah. step and not so long ago win. they were doing the conference weren't they yeah. or whatever it is, is called now uh i've got to say this is the comment of the evening if i had a prize to give out for the best comment uh um scott you'd get it for this he said derby did well to get out of the uh, championship <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a there, <laughs> I do, I do like that, Scott. I've got to give you that one. I've got to give you that one. Um, then you were, we're looking at to say, and then, um, hang on, what's happened here? We've gone, yeah, Burnley in fourth place. Where are? I don't, I don't know that that. The table has just changed. Are they are they ha having a game played tonight or something in the championship? Um, what for? Yeah, I think Watford must have because um, they've now played two. Watford up to second. Oh God, they're coming okay. back! They're coming <laughs> back! <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of those big bad movies, you know. Watford, the return. <laughs> you know, just just when you thought it was safe to go to a football match, Watford are back. Um, but uh, long, long way to go in that division, yeah. Long, long yeah, way. There is indeed Burnley, uh, just dropping down to fourth. Uh, but they've yet yeah, two wins out of two for Watford. That's all they can do. Norwich, I'm looking down, looking down, looking down, looking down. Uh, one place above the relegation zone. Uh, I thought they would be doing better of these, the, the three of them, to be honest with you. But and again, it's only two games, drawn one, lost that. one. Uh, maybe Dean Smith won't won't be there too long. Who knows? The surprise. Oh. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's Huddersfield, and again, let's say it's early days, but for the point of discussion, played two, lost two, bottom of the league. Um, not not looking good, and not the best to start to what, like I say, is a very difficult division, and you can get cut off at the bottom there. You know, many teams yeah. have done it where they've had that bad start and just not been able to recover from it. Yes, yes. I hope that's not Huddersfield because I I don't mind Huddersfield. You know, I know. I'm not going ill will against Huddersfield, so mm -hmm. hopefully things will get better for them and their fans. And it is very very early days. So there's no need to panic yet. No. Um, I mean, yeah. look at look at Arsenal. 
Um, you know, they, last season, three games, pointless. Um, and then they finished fifth. So, yeah, it, it is early days. But I just think, you know, when you've had, you know, look, I just say, you know, when we played Watford and we, we went out the way we did, and you could say Huddersfield went out a controversial way because VAR was, was really bad that day and the referee was really mm. awful. Uh, I think he'd put his feet up before and retired before the match kicked off. But, um, you know, after that Watford game, we took that and Pearson got us up and going straight away from the kickoff into the next game. Yeah. So, but I hope Huddersfield do well. And, and I know Anthony's not watching, but he's an Arsenal fan, but he's also a, a Bristol City fan. Why do these fans of these teams like Bristol City, like Bournemouth, we support a Premier League team as well? To be fair, again, like... Again, I think as Leicester fans, we've had it a lot better than a lot of fans, and that sounds silly, but when I think a lot of my life, like we were in the Premier League, like under O'Neill, we had a lot of like a lot of seasons in the Premier League. You know, we weren't winning it or anything, but no. we were there, and we forget that actually, not all teams are that lucky. You know, like you say, Luton, for example, never been in the Premier League. So, yeah. as a Luton fan, you never think that's going to happen for yourself. Um, especially when you're sitting there in the conference, you know, you're not you're not thinking Premier League, are you? Yeah. No, I came so, down here fifteen years ago, something like that, and it was before the Watford game, and mm-hmm. I could not go and watch Bournemouth because it was another league team. Mm-hmm. To me, um, it was like having an affair, if you like. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Leicester and my team. I can't support, and, and I, I did go, and I did follow, and I still followed to a point, and I ended up working there for a season, but then Leicester started getting good, and I wanted to follow them um, again, if you like, from down here. And Paul Town, you know, they, they non-league team, you know, they were never, they're never going to be in the Premier League, bless the no. little cotton socks, but I just couldn't do, I couldn't just do another league club, I'm sorry, you know, but, uh, but hey, each to their own, each to their own. Lou, thank you very much indeed Welcome. for coming on. Glad you're feeling a lot better than you were. Um, that's the main thing. Uh, we will see you in a week's time, and... Mm-hmm. Coming up mid-September, uh, we are doing this exactly the same after the Premier League show with the Women's Super League. That's right, yeah. You know, so looking really for... looking forward to it. Um, and yeah. like I said, there's a lot of um, England players, especially obviously, going to be coming off a big high. And yes. so we're interested to see what happens with a lot of them and how they perform. It kind will... of back on the ground, mm. you know, probably not playing in front of eighty thousand people this time. Um. No, definitely. So, yeah, we'll see how that works. And, of course, we'll be welcoming Maisie to the show as well. And what mm-hmm. I hope to do just before that is probably have a preview show when we look mm-hmm. at it and, um, and uh, uh, you know, ahead and, and, and see what we think is going to happen. Luke, take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Um, well done. Say, say commiserations to the mother-in-law for losing again. At yeah. Everton, but she must be used to it by now. And just <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Oops. <laughs> Don't say that to her. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, Chris, if you're still watching. <laughs> Thanks very much. I'll see you next week, Lou. All the best. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to Lou there. Um, great, great uh, knowledge of the game. Uh, Terry says, my second team is Bayern. 
Uh, used to live five minutes from the old Olympic Stadium, uh, but I'm not a fan per se, just a team that passed the Saturday uh, to do something. I was like that when I, with, with Paul Town when I came down here. I didn't know anybody. Uh, I did actually end up coaching because my girls were into football and I ended up coaching one of the girls' teams, but then the girls didn't want to carry on, so obviously I, did, I didn't want to carry on teaching the girls' team with my own girls weren't in there. <laughs> doesn't look well, does it? But, you, you know... I, I look out for them now, and I'm, you say, I look out partly because, as a football fan, I have gone and watched. I've got you know, I, I left Leicester, I went to Blackpool, Blackburn, Burnley, Bolton, Berry, um, before coming down to uh, to Pool. And I always look. I say never supported them, but I do get what you mean. You know, it's a Saturday afternoon. You go down. You get talking to somebody you've never seen before, having a pint in the in the concourse, and it's it, it's great. It, it it is, but I do I do always keep a lookout for them. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, Scott says there. Um, <laughs> Scott, 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 Scott. Uh, guys, please hit the like button, and if you enjoy what you see, please subscribe to this channel. Uh, lots of different content uh, on this channel, not all football related. Some dad, granddad jokes included. <laughs> Scott, 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 you little naughty boy. What can I say to you, Scott? I must have a. I must. I must have a something I can play for you here. All right, <laughs> thank you all very, very much. Thank you to everybody who was watching. Thank you to everybody that's been in the chat to joining in. Thank you to everybody who's been listening on the podcast when I upload it. Um, and I will see you tomorrow at 9 o'clock. It's the prediction show. We are back. Hopefully, Steve Alinex will be able to join us on this one. Uh, he couldn't last week because um, he, he was working. Unfortunately, that, that's the job he does now. Uh, he does get him calling out at all hours. So uh, hopefully he'll be back next week because, totally honest with you, Doug was too damn good in his position. Too damn good. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Take care. As Scott says, please subscribe if you haven't. Smash the likes if you would. It would mean an awful, awful lot. And I will see you tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Stay safe. And remember, whatever you do, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
Ooh, that's a wrap. So people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.